Allow me to introduce myself. I'm the player to be named later. This is Corey, and this is the Yodi Anthem Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Uh, welcome to episode 381 of the Yodi Anthem Podcast, coming to you from all over LA. But Corey is there, still slowly gentrifying LA neighborhood by neighborhood. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for listening on your podcatcher of choice. The easiest way, anchor.fm forward slash O the Anthem. That's absolutely right. Uh, so... Uh, we have much to talk about and little time in which to do it, so yes. let's get right on into it. Uh, uh, the first order of business, uh, Republicans, believe it or not, are actually finally starting to come around on vaccinations uh, well, this week. As we talked about last week, though, uh, Fox mm-hmm. News is now going to come around on vaccinations. So, of course, the Republicans <laughs> are now going to come around on vaccinations. Well, I mean, it was kind of half-hearted by Fox News when it happened. Like It was, it was Hannity who... Said like, please get vaccinated. Talk to your doctor. It's safe. You'll 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 appreciate that you did it. Uh, and then it was followed more this week with uh, Steve Scalise saying to go get vaccinated. Uh, uh, fucking Huckabee Sanders had an article in an Arkansas paper about getting vaccinated. She called it the Trump vaccine, but whatever. Fuck. Uh, if people get vaccinated, I don't give a shit what they call it. Um, as long as it's an actual vaccine and not just some like thing that trump's selling on his website like mineral water or something like that <laughs> well wait we're talking about like mike lindell in a bit so just hang on. <laughs> i mean like what was the uh wasn't uh what's his face oh god the info wars guy uh like the frogs are turning gay alex uh jones. alex jones uh yeah. wasn't he selling crystals and supplements and stuff like that too he was and, and he got sued and i think uh rush was doing it too he's just like these supplements are the one that keeps me alive and stuff before wait, he who? died who Rush Limbaugh. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Fuck him. <laughs> um, but it seems like uh, all of a sudden Republicans have an interest in keeping people who would be voting for them alive. Uh, so you think that's the math they did? Like, listen, if we don't do something. The Dems are just going to win because everybody's going to be dead. I mean, I, I don't uh, I, I don't know what uh, I don't understand the calculus of allowing people that support you to die. I mean, like, you know, like the it's the same thing with like the Tucker Carlson thing. Like, I assume he just feels like new people will come in and fill in the like because people members of Tucker's audience have to die every day. Right. Like there's like some 97 year old batty grandma who's listening to Tucker every night (laughs) who quietly passed last evening. uh, Yeah. And, you know, she's just got to get replaced by like, you know, some 15 year old member of American History X or something like that. So, like, I was gonna say, like, there's new white supremacists born every day. So, I mean, there's an audience that's coming. There's a drop off and then a pickup and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think, uh, I think maybe the Republicans are coming around to the idea that, uh, <laughs> this is affecting them too. Uh, no matter how much you say it's a hoax, it seems to affect you still. So, uh, maybe everyone should just get the vaccination. Um, yeah, uh, or, uh, I mean, we're gonna talk about this in COVID, but maybe everybody should just stay the fuck inside and then it doesn't matter. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. I mean, I got a lot of anger. Yeah, well, I mean, the problem is that, like, you know, people who, uh, don't give a shit are going to not give a shit wherever the fuck they want to, uh, until up and until the point where, like, you know, the government says you can't travel unless you've had a vaccine or something like that, which, you know, you have to do if you're traveling to Europe, you have to show you mm-hmm. <laughs> you have vaccinations, uh, not just for COVID, but for like, you know, measles and mumps and rubella and stuff like that. So, right. Right. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I think it's uh, the about faceness of the of the hey, everyone go get vaccinated 
This is what's making me think that uh, some of these people might know something that we don't know. Uh, making me think that there's like we're a month away from death numbers in Arkansas, the likes of which we've never seen. Oh, I, and, I would guarantee that 100. percent And uh, that perhaps uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is trying to say, like, no, I told people to get vaccinated. Look, it, it was in the paper and everything. You know, like I ran an ad. <laughs> I called it the Trump vaccine and everything. Like, like the minute that she's not useful for Trump, he's not gonna like fucking run her over with a bus. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't understand people. They're so loyal, but he just does not care. He will fuck you over. <laughs> Like his kids, his kids will get fucked over. It's like, you know, you know, the minute that uh, some indictment comes from the whole Weitzelberg thing that leads to Trump getting, you know, like tax evasion charges put against him or something like that. You know, like the first thing he's going to do is like, Eric did it. I didn't sign any of these checks. Listen, I wasn't even part of the Trump empire for four (laughs) years. Uh, This is all all, all Eric and uh, Junior is doing. I don't You meant to put a junior on this, I think. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's he fraudulently signs my name all the time i don't know why there's a stamp actually it's a stamp and you stamp my name and and i didn't see any of these i have no idea i said no ten, recollection. Uh, you, you would think i really signed ten thousand checks a day that's a don jr job get the fuck out of here uh, uh, <laughs> um but yeah i i, <laughs> I don't understand like uh maybe uh Maybe all this going back is not going to help either. Did you see the interview that was done of the guy on the, like, on his COVID deathbed, basically, who was just like, you know, it's all government conspiracy to make us take the vaccine, shove yep. it in our face. And then he was just, uh, the interviewer was just like, well, you know, Steve Scalise got it today. And it's just like, yeah, of course he did. He's in it too. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that doesn't make you more likely to get it. And it's just like, no, it's like, I mean, you're in the hospital with COVID right now. You don't want the vaccine. It's like, no, <laughs> trying to shove the science in my face. <laughs> like, the uh, uh, the number one thing that nurses are saying people are are asking right before they get intubated is, is okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do the vaccine now. Yeah. Like, too late. Yeah. Too uh, late. Sorry. I, I just don't. <laughs> I mean, uh, the problem is that anyone who I could convince to get the vaccine is not going to get vaccinated, is not going to be convinced in this setting, you know, like on yeah. the podcast, listening to me, the people who are listening are probably already vaccinated unless they're hate listening. And at which point I'm not going to get through to them because they just are hating what I'm saying. <laughs> so like, I don't really have like influence over somebody as to whether or not they get vaccinated. I would strongly suggest it. If you are hate listening, just get it. And like, you can continue to hate me for longer than just right now. 100%. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I, uh, yeah, I would actually. I shouldn't say. I don't agree with that. Uh, I think they should not get the vaccine, uh, and they should die a slow, horrible, painful death. Uh, read some of the reports of what it's like to die with COVID, and I wish that on everyone at this point. Um, not just the people who aren't getting the vaccine, the people who did get the vaccine and use it as an excuse to just like go do whatever they want. I wish that terrible death on you as well. And I mean, you got you're gonna get your chance, so that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want anyone to. I don't want anyone to. No, uh, I do. I, I want them to die. I want them to catch it and die. And I'm beginning my birth into my supervillainy, and I'm trying to figure out a way that I can infect people with a variant that will kill them, uh, despite the fact that they're vaccinated. Um, so, even if, even if if it costs me my own life, I think it, I'd be willing to do it just to, as I die, just say it was me. <laughs> 
explain the plan to James Bond on the. <laughs> you're probably Let wondering you know why. Was me. You're probably wondering why you're here, Mr. Bond. <laughs> Stroke your cat. Well, I know. I, first of all, I couldn't have a cat because uh, that would kill me just by itself. Um, so you could have a hairless but, cat like Doctor Evil. See, it depends because some of them uh, are hypoallergenic, but not uh, anti-allergenic, and uh, they have like these little hairs. And I'm allergic to the mm. hair. Some people are allergic to the um, the spit. So when they clean themselves, that's when you get like allergies. I'm allergic to the hair itself. So any hair on a cat will trigger me. Um, I've never actually been in the situation where I've I've been able to test my allergies against a hairless cat. So a girl uh, at work had a, a sphinx vet, the sphinx cat, the, yeah. the Doctor Evil cat, and uh, I'm good apparently with that breed or that particular breed that looks like that. Um, uh, also super cute and mm-hmm. like it looks like a uh, uncooked chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, no, it's it's not about being Doctor Evil and explaining it. What I would do is, like, as I was on my own de- be- deathbed, I'd unintubate myself, and I would just be like, go on Instagram Live, and like, it was me. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, I lost the last little bit of it, but I'm probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like sometimes Zoom is just sort of like, uh, hey, let's just you mute Rob a little bit here. <laughs> you don't need to hear it. It's fine. <laughs> just let him uh, have his moments. Uh, Part of the reason, though, I, I want people to die is because uh, we have the California recall election coming up, and I can't imagine that's going to go well at all. Well, I mean, as it looks right now, like Newsom has like a 48, 48% of people polled say that they're in favor of Newsom escaping the recall. Yes. Uh, with only like 38% saying that they support the recall. Uh, and uh, the re- the remainder are saying, "Hey, I'm working class. I work three jobs. What is this about a recall election? I have no idea." <laughs> Why are you only calling on landlines? <laughs> That's probably what the other uh, the people who weren't called are saying. Yeah. Um, I, I I really don't know where I, I mean. Like, fucking, it's not like Gavin Newsom is the greatest governor that the state of California has ever seen. Like, you know, he, he's not a idiot, but he's also not great. Uh, but at the same time, like, like it's the best we can hope for. In some <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like, uh, I compared him, I compared him to my dad, to Martin O'Malley and it felt so like appropriate. Like, yeah. he's not, he's not the worst. Like, he's not like, uh, he's not Trump, but he's also yep. not, uh, like FDR. <laughs> he's not like, you know, there's like everyone's sort of in a spectrum in between, Good and you know, he's no Trump, but he's no Lincoln. There's no like, there's a spectrum between those things. Like, uh, he's somewhere in the middle. Uh, and it, much like Martin O'Malley, I'm sure he thinks he can make it in the national politics scene, and he will <laughs> fail if he tries to do that. Embarrassingly. See, I the the thing I found really interesting was uh, obviously Newsom is his term ends next year, yeah. so he'd have to run for re-election again next year if he wants to be governor again. Uh, but it seemed like in this poll, there were just like 48% of people say like Newsom can stay. But then of those 48 people, like 75% of them said like, no, but when it comes time to find another <laughs> candidate, I will be doing that. Like, it's almost like uh, uh, the a Demo- referendum on the recall <laughs> more the, than it is anything else. The, uh, it honestly feels more like the Democratic Party said like, listen, anybody who wants a future in California politics better not run in this fucking recall election 
Because there's no, I can't think of a single Democrat running. Uh, like I, I well, I mean, I'm Caitlin sure Jenner, I'm sure Caitlin Jenner is a Democrat, <laughs> but she's running as a Republican because somehow she's convinced herself she's a Republican. Is she is she listed as a Democrat though? I thought she was listed as a no, Republican. No, no, no. But if you listen to everything she's saying, the reason she's not popular amongst Republicans is she's a Democrat. <laughs> You're a Joe Biden Democrat, like a centrist to center right Democrat. Hold on, I'm gonna have to look this up. She's like you, like libertarian <laughs> Democrat. Like I'm socially liberal, but uh, fiscally very responsible. And I think, um, you know, if a road gets washed out, that's God's will. We don't need to be replacing that road. Uh, the people who live there can replace it. Yeah, she's she's, she's running as a Republican. Yeah, no, but, no, I, I say yeah, she's running as a Republican because she knows better than everyone that like don't challenge a sitting governor if you ever want to have a future. <laughs> so this is this is funny though from the L.A. Times. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, a longtime registered Republican, hedges on party status. I don't like labels, she says. <laughs> like, which is the California way of like, I'm, 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 let's Wait, not let's not get into this whole Republican Democrat thing. Just listen to my ideas, see if you like them. <laughs> yes, I'm famous. That's the party I'm part of. Thank you. So, how about that border wall, huh? <laughs> uh, I just like you know. I think the idea is that like. The Democratic Party was just like, hey, anybody who's seriously considering running for any kind of office in the future, uh, who is a Democrat right now, better not run in this recall election. And they all went fine. And then yeah. they'll just all run next year. Yeah. And somebody I don't will know be Newsom. Depending on, depending on how he does in the recall, he may not run again. He may just say, you know, I'm, I'm going to pursue other uh, – I'm going to write a book and run for president. <laughs> I'm going to take time to myself to travel with Beto O'Rourke around the country <laughs> for voting rights. I want to travel to all 50 states and I want to give the opportunity for small businessmen to sew me into a suit in every city in this country. <laughs> I mean, O'Malley did his two terms, but also at the end of it, like he wouldn't have gotten a third. No. Like, I think he like landed ass over tea kettle into that second term. And then he was just like, I better walk away while the getting's good. Cause I want to be president one day. Well, I was gonna say, so, who did he running? So it was. Cause he was termed out too. Yeah. I mean, it's not um, like he could run again. I'm just saying, like, he wouldn't have won a third term, hypothetically, you know? Didn't didn't he and Ehrlich trade off at one point? No. No, Ehrlich was governor when he was mayor of Baltimore. Okay. But he only he only did, like, a quick stop as mayor of Baltimore. He wasn't, like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he did... Uh, he might have done six years there, but I, I can't... Uh, I can't remember. Because the, the mayor and the... Uh, uh, mayor and the governor are in off years from one another, and the governor of Maryland and the president are in off years from each other as well. So, like, it's a very weird. You give up the job, but you can announce that you're running for the next seat at the same time. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I'm gearing up for my uh my election next year for the other thing. Yeah, so he was elected in 1999. He won in 2004 for re-election, but then also won in 2006 for governor. So he okay. was re-elected as mayor of Baltimore, but for all intents and purposes, he was basically running for governor that entire time. Yes. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I have to imagine that uh, I, this would be a lot weirder of a recall election if there was a serious Democrat involved because. Uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of Democrats would probably say, uh, I am for recalling Newsom if there was another option to choose. Yes. Yeah, you know, like, 
I, I, I don't feel ballsy enough to be like, yes, let's recall Newsom and let's get Pete Falconer in here. You know, like, like I'm not, I'm not crazy. I just, I just don't like Newsom that much. You know, like. Well, I, I'm surprised the Republicans aren't doing better too with um, all of that QAnon support, which is, you know, it's almost like blood, not quite like blood, because uh, if you're a QAnoner, you will, you know, not believe that your children, your own children, have gone through. Horrific experiences, but you do believe in the Republican values, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, story of a Parkland survivor with a QAnon father mm. who believes that the school shooting that his son was involved in uh, is all a hoax. All the kids that died, all his classmates who died, all crisis actors, the whole thing, the whole QAnon. Like, you know, it was all Jeffrey Epstein or whatever. <laughs> Whoever they blame for that, can I can't. Can I can't imagine? keep track of like the the scatterboard of QAnon ideals. Can you imagine like, being that kid and being like, "Dad, George came to our house. He was here year after year after year, and he died." Long game. You know, Epstein. <laughs> this whole cabal has been planning this thing for decades. I'm not surprised that they he have hired- their agents. <laughs> he hires them at five years old and has them live lives in the meantime, <laughs> like. Right before they false flag us. Listen, the real thing you should be upset about, son, is they knew this was going to happen for 20 years and did nothing about it. <laughs> Soros was behind it all. I, I just, in my mind, I, I keep thinking, uh, I, we've brought this theory up before on the podcast where, like, uh, you know, a lot of people who are, like, anti-gay rights, for instance, usually don't have a lot of gay friends or people who no. identify as gay around them. And they probably have a lot of gay. the opportunity. They probably have a lot of gay friends who just never express any of those thoughts in front of that person. But yes. I'm saying, like, uh, <laughs> there's a there's a thing like, you know, like, you know, I probably met my first outwardly gay person. I mean, like, I, I'm sure I met people before that. But I mean, like, the first one that I was aware of was probably like early high school or something like that. Like, and then as soon as you met somebody, you were just like, oh, this is what that is. And then you like have an understanding and you have a compassion for it and an empathy and then as soon as you realize that, like, people are saying shitty things about your friend who just happens to be gay, then a lot of people change their tune on. <laughs> like, it's hard to, like, you know, have, like, a gay brother and then say, like, yeah, but I don't want them to have any rights. Like, <laughs> it's, like, sort of, it makes it more difficult for a lot of people once they have, like, that personal impact. Uh, it, it but this is how clearly much you like your brother, because some not some people. I mean, like, oh, you I know mean, what? Like, they don't need any rights. I think. I, I mean, clearly, there's there's awful people out there. But I'm saying, like, you know, I, <laughs> for this one, I I just it's so beyond the pale for me. I, I I don't I don't know exactly what this kid's situation is. I think he was just graduating high school, so he's eighteen uh, ish at this moment. Uh, I mean, my advice would be get out of the house and try and find a way to live on your own. I know that's not going to be easy, but, uh, you know, like the sooner you can get away from underneath your father, I think the better off you'll feel. Uh, and just yeah. the amount of like QAnon stories I've heard where it's just like, it ends up being like, you know, I lost my entire family cause they didn't believe the truth about what was going on out there. Like, you know, maybe you need to have that moment of self-reflection and say to yourself, uh, maybe it's me. <laughs> like maybe, maybe if I'm saying things that are so controversial, uh, like a uh, you know this. Oh wait a minute, this guy over here. 
<laughs> maybe uh, maybe that's why people are are dropping off a little bit, you know. Fuck them. That's what I say. <laughs> I think they, uh, like I, uh, have that uh, that moment of reflection. But much like um, Principal Principal uh, Skinner on The Simpsons, we're like, could it be me? Have I been wrong about this the whole time? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's the lefties. They're the wrong ones. I don't understand. <laughs> it's the children. The children are wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't get it. I. I mean, I've also been thinking about this a lot recently in terms of just, like, political ideology and how, like, it's been more and more team sports every year. We keep talking yeah. about this. But, like, I don't understand. Like, I, you know, if somebody wanted to have an argument over how much, you know, like, different tax brackets should be taxed on a percentage basis and Republicans want less and Democrats want more. And then we could have like a reasonable argument about why your numbers are this way and why my numbers are this way and then come to some sort of consensus. But now it's not even about like numbers or f- political phil- uh, philosophy or what's right or what's wrong. <laughs> it's just like, uh, you know, somebody has has put this talking point out there and now I have to stand by it, even though it relates to nothing about the average American living life. Like, <laughs> the fact that like critical race theory has become a conversation point i think it's just like the stupidest fucking thing like did you, did hear- you ever think did you ever think that was going to be a discussion no uh, i know <laughs> i read the, the there was the one uh from the texas legislature where they passed uh all the things that they're not allowed to teach in schools anymore yeah. and like one of the things yeah. on the list was martin luther king yep it's just like no nah, we're just gonna skip that part <laughs> like <laughs> Why are we off school today? Ah, we don't talk about it. It's, it's against the law to talk about it. But enjoy your day off. Well, no, no. So grill up a hot dog. What will happen? They will end up passing a new holiday for Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, and that'll be it'll be like Sam Houston Day, and we have off because <laughs> of Sam Houston. It's like uh, uh, it was the Civil War and the War of Northern Aggression. Yep. <laughs> I remember the the Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoon where they had like the Southern general and he kept kept correcting the, the narrator the aggression. Yeah. um speaking of insurrectionists uh <laughs> uh we the january 6th commission is due to start uh today as you're listening to this uh and uh i, I don't know are, are are you feeling like there's any good that comes from this rob i'm, I'm just feeling like uh I'm feeling a little bit of the uh, this is politics as normal and it's all going to fucking suck. And uh, they're not going to end up being able to, like, actually question anybody who will be, be able to give any additional insight. I'm sure there's tons of video that they've yeah put together for, you know, sizzle reels. And, you know, they'll talk to the police officers and stuff like that. I think that's where they're starting First tomorrow. Witness. First witness is one of the cops is the cop who's on the TV uh, on the news all the time. Now. Yeah. Um, and. Listen, I I mean, like, if the Republicans were participating at all, I don't know, probably still not. But (laughs) well, I mean, like, you got Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, who's the I said Republicans, Corey, (laughs) who are the two in the two rhinos who decided to uh, be a part of this thing. They're Pelosi Um, Republicans. They don't count. (laughs) I know. Fucking Liz Cheney, the vice president's daughter, uh, uh, the Pelosi Republican. <laughs> just like it's fucking Dick Cheney's daughter. Like, really? Like, 
Like, <laughs> I, I no, I have no words. I, I, I cannot comprehend <laughs> how you could do this math. But like, again, like it's like, uh, imagine like when they're when uh, W and Cheney are like leaving the White House for the final time. If I like turned to you in a moment of quiet and I was just like, you're gonna be rooting for Liz Cheney one day, and you're just like, fuck off, no way, never. <laughs> like, to be fair, I'm not, I'm not really rooting for her. Well, um, no, but you know, like, she's at least the the last the last bastion saving the Republican Party from like. Complete. There's four Republicans who are just like, no, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a stand here. I'm gonna be reasonable, somewhat, in the face of all this nonsense. You got like Liz Cheney, you got Romney, you got uh, like Larry Hogan and Charlie Baker in Massachusetts, and oh, no, so th- there's the other uh, congressman too who's who's gonna stay on the uh, panel. Um, I want to say Krasinski, but that's not uh, that's not right at all. <laughs> Kinzinger. Kissinger, there you go, yes. Well, you know, I, I thought the real ballsy move of the whole thing was uh, when Kevin McCarthy was uh, given the opportunity to uh, put names on of Republicans that he'd like to see on the on the panel. He's just like, hey, you know what? Number one, Jim Jordan. It's just like, oh, the guy who was actively trying to overthrow the gun, that, that guy. And the other one, too. There's another Jim whose name I don't, like Banks or something like that, but like, yeah, um, guys, the you, guys, you guys might end up defendants in this case. I'm not 100% sure we should have them on the jury. Fucking Jim Jordan was a meeting in the White House, like, talking about what they should do for the rally. So, like, I, yeah. I'm more inclined to bring him as a witness than than uh, uh, have him as a member of, like, throwing questions. At... Also, uh, I'm pretty done with Jim Jordan's questions because all he does is just, like, uh, uh, it's like uh, when you don't have anything. When you're, yeah, you're, you go to the Denny's and you have a coupon that expired yesterday for twelve percent off, and you have no legal ground to stand on to get that that thing, but you're gonna you're gonna get in front of the waitress's face and you're gonna be like, listen, you have to fucking honor this thing. You it would be wrong if you didn't. And you're like, you know, doing the sweating on the brow and like, you know, like the disappointed looks and the what is this and all the whole thing, like just to try and guilt her into giving you that 12% off Denny's coupon. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like Jim Jordan's whole act. That and uh, overlooking sexual assault at Ohio State. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, Ron Paul, I'm in the, uh, or not, Rand Paul, I'm in the same boat with. It, you're just being obstructionist now. There's nothing, you're not asking good questions, you're not doing it. It's just, you're being obstructionist. So, I'm done. We don't We don't need to listen to you anymore. I mean, like, there were, there were certainly Republicans along the way who are good at asking questions and are good in in these hearings, but, like, it, it it's all bluster for, like, people like Jim Jordan. Like, I, I just don't, yeah. like, <laughs> like, I just feel like if he was on this panel, he'd just be like, what relation do the moon people have to this whole thing? Well, I where, think that's why uh, where exactly did him. Where exactly did the Illuminati become a part of this whole... What's your personal relationship to George Soros? And I'm just like, get the fuck off here. <laughs> That's, uh, Pelosi said she's going to be, he is going to be a distraction more than he would be helpful. And she doesn't want him on the panel. So yeah. right, good. But by the way, Kevin McCarthy, um, or Mike McCarthy. Kevin no, Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy. Is it Kevin? Um, <laughs> Mike McCarthy is the ca- coach of the Cowboys. There we go. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> don't want to throw him under the bus, uh, but <laughs> you had a chance to have a completely bipartisan commission where Pelosi didn't get to tell you no. You nominate your people. She nominates her people. She gets one more than you because she's in the majority. That's it. 
Everybody's on. You could have had that packed with your Jim Jordans and everybody you wanted. But you said, fuck her, no. And then she did it anyway. And then now you're like, well, I mean, we're, I'm going to take my ball and go home. If they don't let our people play, I'm just going to take my ball and go home. Um, and call Liz Cheney a Pelosi or <laughs> By the way, uh, be, be glad that uh, Dick Cheney is not, uh, I don't know if he's still alive. He's got to be on his like ninth heart by now. Um, I think he's still alive, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's like a vampire. He doesn't have a pulse because he's got that mechanical heart that just like lets blood flow. But be glad he's not a younger man because if you called his daughter uh, Pelosi Republican, he would shoot <laughs> you in the face. And he's done it before, so don't don't test him. <laughs> yeah, eighty years old. What the fuck are the Republicans going to do when Dick Cheney dies? Shift to the right. <laughs> the thing you never thought you would say. Man, I, it would be it would be great if it happened this week, so we could have like a lie. We could we could reset next week and talk about it but uh something tells me dick cheney dies this week and there's a lot of republicans that are figuring out how they're going to properly talk about him yeah because yeah. it's like uh uh none of them have gone so far as like the dick cheney's a war criminal like the left has so they don't have that level of hatred but they're like feuding with the daughter yeah. so there's got to yeah. be like a degradation to his status as a republican and the fact that he was, like, not a Trump Republican, like, probably, like, I imagine it becomes just, like, a week of, like, well, Dick Cheney was a fake Republican. But <laughs> like, you got to be careful because uh, you might, I, I would say that Arizona went Democrat because people attacked John McCain so much. Yeah. So then yeah, you got to yeah. be like, well, am I going to cut the legs out of these guys in Wyoming who are running against Liz by... <laughs> All seven of them. Calling Dick Cheney a fake, yeah. (laughs) Calling Dick Cheney a fake Republican. Um, Or do we just like listen? The sins of the of the daughter do not cast shame on the on the father. Uh, I too have children. I am ashamed of. They go to California universities and. (laughs) Mitch McConnell up on the day is like, we lost a great man today. We all have shithead daughters. That's not that's not his problem. (laughs) Like, <laughs> you gotta be Kevin because I want him to like look across the aisle at her and be like, We all have children we're ashamed of. I'm sure Dick has that as well. Uh, and speaking of children we're ashamed of, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of parents, Republican or not, uh, who are watching their children go to trial now, uh, or maybe just put in, please, because that's how most of these things are ending. But the insurrectionists are officially starting trial. Uh, and if you thought the insurrection was crazy, just wait till you see the trials where attorneys are talking shit about their clients. Like, does this look like a man who's in his right mind to you? I come on now. Yeah. The famous one was the QAnon Jamin, whose lawyer was just yeah. like, my client's retarded or something like that, which was like, and now he's, he's... Like, he doesn't have a spear. He has a spear shaped object. That is a flagpole. Clearly. It was funny there. We were, I was looking at a, at an article that had a picture of him with what certainly looked like a spear with American flag tied to it. Like, yeah, may, yeah, may, perhaps it's a flagpole, but you know, like given the right opportunity, you could absolutely use it as a spear. And like, like just a toothbrush, my man. Still got a toothbrush <laughs> on it. Just because I shaved down the other end to make a knife doesn't make it any less of a toothbrush. Uh, and his lawyer going <laughs> going front to the judge, just going like, "Listen, it's not a real spear. Like, use it a whole crocodile Dundee defense. Like, is that not a knife? This is a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> uh, it's just gonna get weirder and weirder. But I, I, I think the smart ones are taking deals, and they're getting like six months of probation. And not only uh, taking deals, everybody. The first one, 
uh, that I read about, he he got like eight months in prison, which will become yeah. four and a half months plus however long they throw probation on afterwards. But like, and, uh, he's got months to get his uh, affairs in order too. He doesn't report immediately. He's gone out on bail <laughs> pending reporting. So. Yeah. Um. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's just, uh, the thing I found funny about his uh <laughs> his conviction. I guess is that uh his whole like uh what's the thing you do when you uh, uh when you have a moment to like talk to the judge right before he sentences you allocution allocution. Yeah, during yeah. his allocution, he was just like, uh, I took the COVID vaccine. I believe Joe Biden is the president. <laughs> he's like running through a list of things that he's done to like better his life. It's like, yeah. uh, I've gotten into treatment. I don't drink anymore. You know, like this will yeah, never happen again. <laughs> never going to be my wife again because I stopped drinking. That was always the thing that got me in trouble. Like, you know, like, like yeah. it, it's so funny how. Uh, we're going to see a lot of uh, people be sentenced here and just be like, listen, I realized the mistake I made. <laughs> like, it's been explained to Joe me. Joe Biden is a president is going to be used <laughs> at all of them. So I, pro- I promise I'll never invade the Capitol again. <laughs> well, actually, he'll be it'll be used at all of them except for um, the MyPillow guy. <laughs> as he has announced, Joe Biden will not be the president come August. By the way, by the way, talking about some legal brass balls, Mike Lindell, who's already <laughs> been sued by uh, uh, Dominion and is just like waiting for his yeah. his outrageously huge. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. What is it? Um, when you say when you say reported lies of to be of, of thing. Uh, Report reported lies. No, like what? like uh, it's not slander. Fuck. Um, libel. Libel. The liable yeah. lawsuit against Old Dominion, yeah, or yeah, Dominion Voting System. Sorry, not Old Dominion. They're not a trucking company. Not the uh, university. <laughs> not the university. Uh, uh, apparently, Mike Lindell, uh, in the middle of his, uh, <laughs> in the middle of his lawyers gathering more and more information for the liable lawsuit coming, uh, said uh, uh, August thirteenth, he will release evidence that will be so incendiary, such a bombshell piece of news. That Biden and Harris will resign the same day, clearing the path for Trump to return to the presidency. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mike Lindell, despite uh, obviously spending a lot of time on finding evidence of voter fraud, uh, has not spent a lot of time reading the Constitution. Constitutional scholar, <laughs> because uh, uh, this is uh, this is how you get a uh, this is how you get a President Pelosi. And uh, let me tell you this: uh, even though at various times I've leaned right, I've leaned left. Uh, I don't know a single person, left or right, who wants a President Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's pretty much the worst news for everyone. <laughs> it's like... No, that's not true. Nancy Pelosi would really like a President Pelosi. Well, yes, she would, but nobody else would. Like Maybe Chuck Schumer would, too. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe whoever would be would move up. Is Steny Hoyer number two right now? Yes, yeah. So Steny Hoyer like might it. enjoy it, so he could be like, the Speaker of the House. I mean, the people uh, of the city of San Francisco would finally be free of her tyranny. Oh, I mean, that would be wonderful. Uh, <laughs> there's a th- there's a couple there's a there's a couple people who who would be happy, but uh, for sure, it would outweigh the number of people who would be completely fucking miserable. Yeah, yeah no, no one who benefit, <laughs> like, no one who be- doesn't benefit directly would be in favor of that. <laughs> like, listen, I'm not saying Joe Biden is the greatest president of all time. Every once in a while, he gives us a good line here and there, and I just I could just imagine like 
the uh, the day after the August on August fourteenth, he has a press conference and he's responding to the incendiary report from Mike Lindell, and he's just like, "Listen, I can't resign. Fucking, you want yeah. President Pelosi? Come on, it benefits nobody. It hurts everyone. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, Joe, please do that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Nancy, oh, well. Nancy in the back, like, what the fuck, Joe? <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. How mouthy is she? Can't even get through my press conference. Always got to make it about Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. Uh, well, uh, now that now that we've covered all of the happy news, um, <laughs> people are dying. COVID's still going on. Yeah, uh, I guess it is good news that uh, state of California, city of New York, are both going to require vaccinations for public workers. So that's good. Yes. Or uh, either vaccinated or weekly test results. Yes, is the is the line. So uh, you only have six days to infect your coworkers. So good luck. I mean, I guess uh, you have to carve out some sort of uh, testing option for people who can't get the vaccine. Maybe I think that's really the what's what's happening here. Well, it creates an exception because they, under the Americans with Disabilities Act, would say, I'm not able to get it, so I don't have to get it. And other people would point to that exception and say, well, if you're going to accept them for that, I need to have an exception for something else. So this way, it just creates an easy way of having an exception, but still relatively. I would have said daily test, but that's me. That's just me talking. I mean, that would just be a lot of trips to curative for <laughs> tests that don't even work properly. So. Well, listen, I mean, you could choose not to take the tests. Uh, it's better than nothing, I guess. Job. Yeah, it's up to you. Um, now, the the real thing here is uh, uh, a bunch of different unions apparently have it written in their contract that vaccinations are not required until the yes. FDA officially proves or approves it for full uh not just emergency use, but like completely signs off on the vaccines. For instance, so. the, the NYPD, it is a suggestion because their agreement says that they don't have to take a non FDA approved vaccine. Right. And I so, think the LAPD uh, and the, uh, yeah. the school teachers here in Los Angeles are the same way. Yeah. Um, a lot of unions will have that written into their contract somehow. Um, the, I guess the question is like, this is obviously first of a couple steps. I think that, uh, people are going to uh, th- there's restaurants here in Los Angeles that are only allowing vaccinated people in. Uh, there's a bar down on With Spring Street. Absolutely no proof. I-, I mean, they're not asking for your back card, so it doesn't matter. Well, the Falls, apparently, which is a restaurant uh, bar on Spring Street, yeah. is saying that they want to see either your vax card or the digital vaccine thing from state of okay. California. So, yeah, you know, like <laughs> it's it's also not like you know, like a hundred percent, like just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean that you can't get COVID or that you can't pass it on to somebody else. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's not like a, Hey, everyone, there's a, there's a fun party for only vax people at the, <laughs> at the falls that I'm going to go to. Well, I mean, that, uh, that's surprising because I know a bunch of people who possibly were exposed to COVID who went to rolling loud and went to concerts in Vegas and have spread to the four winds. But uh, listen, we're all vaccinated. So it's fine. Um, which again I, leads me to my discussion about how I'm on the verge of supervillainy, um, and maybe not COVID-related <laughs> supervillainy. Maybe I'll just kill a bunch of people and be like, "This is because you're dumb. Just all of you are dumb." And I, I don't know if specifically the ones who died are dumb, but you're paying the penalty for society being dumb. 
because what the fuck are we doing as a society? The words honestly. of Rob are his. <laughs> the uh, no, but I mean, like I've I've heard a lot of things about people coming back from Vegas sick, and yep. you know when when I went to Vegas, which was before they they started rolling back restrictions. I got I got in the last day before the restrictions started getting rolled back, um, and I said to myself. I think this is still too many people. Now, yeah. there's way more people there. Way more people now. And yep. no mask restrictions and no anything. And, you know, I I understand people who are just like, oh, I'm vaccinated. I'm free and clear. And nothing can happen to me. And I'm fancy free. Uh, but, you know, like, also, there's no nothing keeping somebody from, you know, like, Louisiana, where the cases are fucking horrendous right now. From saying like, oh, I'm getting out of this <laughs> out of this situation and going to Vegas for the weekend. Yeah. And then just going to the same nightclub that you go to. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> I guess the my thought process at the very least is that uh there are certain things we have to do. Like we have to every once in a while go to a store. We have to go to work. Yep. Uh we have to do things. Let's try and do them as safe as possible. Uh, but, you know, like if all I did was work in the grocery store and I got sick, I don't think anyone would be angry at me for, yeah. for like, you know, like I just happened to get it. Uh, the what if probability... you only went to the store and work and, and the strip club every night well, no, and, and <laughs> somebody you knew gave a ride home from the airport to people who decided to go on a vacation, like a multi-day drunken poolside vacation. Would you be upset at anyone in that case if you ended up with COVID? I mean. I was giving people rides, to, oh, rides to and from the airport when uh, before we had the vaccine. So that was not wise. Well, nobody said anything about it then. We we tried the best we could. Like that's the. Well, that's the I guess it's the difference is uh, when you think you're in a bubble, even though you're not, because everybody's lying to you. Um, it's a lot easier to convince yourself of things like that. Uh, well, uh. I hate everyone. I hate literally every human being. And dear Ga- Gaia, will you please just send the one? And by the one, I don't mean like Neo. I mean like the one virus that would just wipe us off this fucking planet. ELE, an extinction level event, is what we need. Well, Gaia, the, hear my the real shame is that one day, one day COVID will be an afterthought. We'll, we'll have a We'll all be like, we got through that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rob will still be like, fucking everyone, everyone be careful. It's still out there. There was one case, there was one case in Madagascar yesterday. No. And- <laughs> See, and that, that's, where, that's where the loss is because you guys, you guys, meaning all of you out there, and Corey included, read like the BuzzFeed article. And then that's where you stop. And you're like, I have a good grasp on the situation. And some of you read the Facebook headline that's referencing the BuzzFeed article and stop there and fuck all of you. Uh, at least if you read the BuzzFeed article, you understand what Rob does is Rob goes to the BuzzFeed article and you may or may not know this, but at the bottom, like any legitimate news source, they list their sources. And if you go there, you could generally find a local story, which is mentioning a hospital. Now, either that story itself will use the study as a reference, or there are publicly available resources for you to search the papers that are produced by studies at a hospital. So if you have the hospital name and you know what period, you can search and find the study. And then you can read the study and get the actual results from the study. And when you do that, that makes you into me. 
because then you're reading the studies and you're like, well, BuzzFeed, the, the first story and BuzzFeed just legitimately have no idea what they're talking about. That's not what this study says. This study says something completely different and um, we're all fucked. And everybody's just like, well, I know I saw a thing on BuzzFeed. We're totally fine. And I was a nihilist uh, See, up until I, this year, I, I, but now I, I'm not. I'm having so. I'm having total uh, Obama shrug gifts over here because I... <laughs> I read many articles. I check many sources and I read other articles that will either continue saying what I read in the article or deny it just to see what is being said on all sides of this thing. And then you read the study and then that you was have produced to, from the hospital. I that's let, what we call a primary source. Go to the primary source. All right. The primary I, source has no no leaning one way or another. It just I, says what it says. I read all kinds of things. Just because I'm not actually reading a PDF that's released by the hospital doesn't mean I'm not getting the information from the thing. I like I believe me. No, I it literally does mean that. It means you're getting someone's opinion of the information from the thing. That's what it means. I, I again, I feel like you say BuzzFeed news to me like. Like I just read a BuzzFeed headline and I'm just like, I'm caught up. Like, <laughs> Well, I, I brought that up because I literally had an argument with somebody where I had read the study that BuzzFeed was referencing and they were arguing me points. And I was like going point by point. You read the fucking BuzzFeed article. I know what article you are talking about right now because I read that article. And then I also read the paper that was the source for that article that the guy who wrote the BuzzFeed article skimmed and got none of the actual evidence from and then wrote an article about it. And then I made that argument, and they were like, well, no, I mean, I read the article on BuzzFeed, so I know what it said. What you, you shit, please, do not procreate. We need to end your bloodline here. If I need to red wedding this entire planet to stop most of these people from procreating, and if I need to go Anakin Skywalker on a world full of daycares to try and purge this pestilence that is idiocracy from everyone on Earth, I am willing to do that. I will be uh, Christian Bale at the end of Equilibrium, just like walking out of the uh, inner sanctum, covered in blood, just like I did what I had to do. Oh, my God. It seems like it's time for sports ball. <laughs> I don't know what else. To... It's, it's just upsetting that nobody understands. And and I get oh, the joke Rob's going to say uh, there's one case in Madagascar. And I say, oh, there was 15 cases in Vietnam. And people say the same thing. But it's what the symbolic nature of the 15 cases that were studied in Vietnam means. It means there's another variant that has an 80% kill rate, which I get excited about because I want that one to go worldwide, especially here in the U.S. Immediately. In fact, if I could fly to Vietnam and get it and bring it here and, and just spray people in the face with a spray bottle, I would. The thoughts of Robert is <laughs> how many times are we gonna have to do this in this episode? I just I, 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 I don't understand people. I, I don't understand people. Well, just uh, you know, like dumb people is, is something you're just gonna have to have to get over because you know, like that that's that's always been the problem. Or uh, or or we can um not castrate because castrate's a removal of the organ. Um chemically castrate all of them. So they cannot reproduce. See, this, this is this, this is, is the scourge. This is all the stuff that comes from the dictators that the world hates. So perhaps uh, I slowly feel myself slipping into fascism because I now I understand. I understand why, because people looked around and said, 
this is a fucking mess. I need to find just like the best 10 people and then have them procreate a lot and try to wean all of these unnecessary genes out of the gene pool. Now, mine are mainly about intelligence and critical thinking and problem solving. Not so much, you know, like hair color and eye color. I don't care about so much about that. But critical thinking and problem solving is so underrated and not used. And there's like a war on intellectualism. Like, if I get in an argument with you and you are using a BuzzFeed article as your point of argument, and I'm using the study that the BuzzFeed article is based on, you should be able to, and I would, if I, the situation was reversed, be like, well, you're probably right. I have no idea. But clearly, you have out-researched me. A good day, sir. You are the winner. But they have an inability to do that. And these people are procreating at a rate far greater than me since my rate is zero currently. It, what I'm saying is if there is like a cadre of, I don't know, 40 or 50 women who are willing to just like, I don't know, uh, create some sort of like Lebensborn program where you just all have my children. And then, you know, after the first round, we'll have another round and like, see if we can get like a thousand or 2000 of my hyper intelligent, critically thinking children. Uh, and we'll have a Sparta thing. So like when they, when they are dumb, when they're little, we just like throw them off a cliff and leave them to the lions and stuff. I feel like that's the way to go. I just, uh, <laughs> I just don't know. Sometimes I, I, I don't know what's it. I'm just incredibly frustrated by everyone in the world. Uh, I don't. Listen, case rates are up. Uh, deaths amongst people under 50 are up. 20 to 35 is the the fastest growing uh, death pool. So, people who are vaccinated, 20 to 35, are dying at higher rates now. Now, not as high as the unvaccinated 20 to 35, but higher rates. Our, this breakthrough rate of the Delta variant is about 40%. Death rate is up above where it was for the original Alpha variant. And I say something like that, and then I have people like sending me messages like, hot girl summer though. And I'm like, okay. Okay, all that is lost now. So let's, <laughs> let's that last little bit was lost to, to zoom trimming and let's let's just count our blessings please there. don't procreate let it die with you you let the hot girl summer die with you in fact if you could go out on a boat with some rich white guy and just have him murder you and throw you off the boat that would be ideal wow you get your instagram picture we get rid of you i think that is the perfect fix to this system well i guess the only thing left now is sports ball Wait, I wasn't ready with the transition. I wasn't ready. <laughs> All right. So in other news. <laughs> let's, let's see if we can finish this up light, shall we? Let's see. Let's well, see. We're certainly not going to talk about how a team uh, got rid of their racist name and is moving on to something else, right? Well, that I mean, that's that's moving on to the good news. Like, let's... let's <laughs> So, uh, Cleveland Indians, uh, made famous by the major league movies and not for winning world series, uh, is, oh, they uh, have won one. yeah, in 1948, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if you saw the movies. It's been about how it's been a while. Uh, they, uh, and I shouldn't make fun of, I mean, the Orioles haven't, haven't won since 1983. Uh, not quite long. Many teams have won World Series since then, so uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't be picking on on other teams. But uh, also, 
I don't think Indians was doing you so good, so maybe we should move on to the new one. Wouldn't it be great if they won won the World Series in their first year as the Guardians? Like that would just be the How fast would the Redskins change the name? Like, what? All right, hey, get the boat out. Let's get this thing done. Let's do it. Call that guy with all the names. Let's let's get one from him and just be done with the whole thing. The Atlanta Braves are just <laughs> walking into the walking into the patent office, like, yes, one name, please. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Whatever you got, I'm fine. What's available? Yeah, sure. The Atlanta names sounds good. Let's <laughs> let's move on. Uh, so the Cleveland Guardians um, is the new is the new Indians. Uh, yes. That will be that will be what we refer to the Indians as from now on. Well, um, as, as Tom Hanks pointed out, Cleveland has always been the most important part of the name. What comes after it really doesn't matter. The Guardians is just replacing the Indians. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, video too. and the fact that like all the logos and stuff like that basically are just using the same, the same, the same basic structure to create. Uh, the new Guardians identity. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, there's some there's some people who I, I mean you know walk wake up on Twitter any morning and you're gonna find 50 percent of people who are not happy about something. What? Uh, and it's not like Twitter. <laughs> what are you talking about? And this was very much the same. Uh, but really, at the end of the day, uh, it's fine. I don't give a shit. At least it's not the Washington Wizards. Like that was yeah. that was like fucking du- like. You know, every once in a while, a team name comes out, and you're just like, "Wait, what? <laughs> what were you thinking?" Uh, at least it wasn't. Nobody one of those. just could see the picture of a wizard like holding a basketball <laughs> on the jersey, and they're like, "This is going to be magical. We got it." It's almost like this. They they came up with the name as they're playing a game of Mad Libs. It's just like I need a word that starts with the W, a noun that starts with the W. It's like uh, wizards. Oh, look at Barry with the big brain. <laughs> uh, no, but apparently. And uh, I'm sure if we're listen, if any of our listeners are from Cleveland, they can uh, fill us in if we're misinformed here. But uh, there are statues on their bridges called the Guardians of Traffic. Okay. And uh, apparently, this is a thing in Cleveland. Like this is one of those things that, like, uh, if you live in Cleveland, then it's important to you. But if you live anywhere else in the country, you have no idea why it's so important. Probably like. Uh, you ever watch a uh, football with somebody who's never watched football before, and they're just like, "Why are the Packers have cheese heads? Like, why are they wearing pieces of cheese on their head?" I, have- I also know Roberto. Yes, <laughs> you yeah. have to explain to them, like, "Oh, well, Wisconsin is really big in cheese, so uh, they wear cheese heads." It's like, "Yeah, well, why them specific?" It's a Wisconsin thing. I can't, I can't really explain it to you any further than that. You'd have to live in Wisconsin to really understand their love of cheese. Well- and other teams have tried it, and none of them have been successful whatsoever. <laughs> just never yeah. works. It'd be like if the Orioles just changed their name to like the the Baltimore Old Bays or something like that. Like everywhere else, they'd be like, "What? Huh?" And then in Baltimore, they'd be like, "Oh my God, the Old Bays! I can't wait! <laughs> I can't wait to get an Old Bays jersey." By the way, uh, have you heard about the uh, PETA and uh, Old Bay? Uh, oh yeah, the billboards that's going on. Yeah, that's been going on for a while now. Yeah, I've just became aware, and uh, it's amazing. And uh, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the company that makes Old Bay. Um, McCormick. McCormick, yes. Uh, <laughs> bravo, McCormick. Bravo. I, I mean, like, listen, I, I am a carnivore, so I don't. Uh, I also support the idea of eating animals, but just to be like, uh, here's your concept, and 
we're going to use your concept, but not the way that you really want us to. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, uh, Peter put up a billboard uh, that said, crabs are not food. I'm an animal, not food. Or I'm a living being, not food. Or something like that. And then McCormick released a... Uh, an ad that looked exactly the same, except now the crab had Old Bay on it. It's like, okay, now I'm food. <laughs> yeah. The crab was putting Old Bay on itself, and it said, okay, now I'm food. <laughs> like, like I love I, it. You know, I, I, I too am a carnivore, perhaps not the person to ask. Uh, I'm sure PETA people would not appreciate. Very upset. I'm would would not appreciate upset. any of this, but like, also, like, I feel like. Uh, I feel like PETA needs to like casually let off a little bit. Yeah. Like so like uh uh there there's deer hunting in Maryland. Yeah. Uh because they populate too much. Yeah, and you need to kill them all. They yeah. will kill themselves. That's the problem. They're dumb. They they kill themselves with reckless abandon if you don't kill them for them. Yeah, uh, like herds running into traffic and causing a pileup on Route 50. Which gets in the way of our beach traffic, and we can't have that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, you know, I'm I'm not saying that like I'm in favor of me personally killing deer, but I understand the greater good of there being less deer that allows the ones that live to like prosper. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like you know, like I, I don't know, like I've never seen a a PETA thing saying like don't eat bugs. Like, there's like there's people who eat bugs, like who you know deep fry cockroaches and stuff like that i wouldn't do it i'm not, I'm not in favor of it personally people who eat cicadas I mean, they're not bad they're no not i mean bad. like i i i'm not saying it's it's bad at all i'm just saying i've never personally done it but like i've never also seen a pita thing going like how dare you how dare you eat these well my the one i always remember is the big billboard with a bunch of animals on it and then the line drawn between pigs and dogs yeah and it was just like does it make a difference where you draw the line? And it's like, well, yeah, it depends how desperate I am because uh, on a usual day, yeah, that's where I draw the line. But uh, end of the world and things are getting a little desperate, that line starts to move to the right a little bit. <laughs> and then uh, I think I've said this on the podcast before. Let's assume that there is a human being on the end of that line. I would not go too far. If I was hungry enough, uh, that human being also falls on this side of the line. I'm just saying. I, Fucking Rob, like a, a Brazilian soccer team over here. Listen, I refuse to go hungry for one day. If our plane is going down, I will be hitting you with the meat tenderizer in the old bay on the way down. Like, you are not going to make it, my friend. I am sorry. I wonder uh, I wonder if that reference is lost to history. There's like a 100%. Sh- Nobody knows what we're talking about. Some, some 20-year-old like, "What?" <laughs> it wasn't even the Brazil it wasn't the Brazilian team, right? It was like the uh Yeah, Uruguayan uh soccer team. They got stuck in the Andes. What soccer team ate itself? (laughs) What soccer team ate each other? There we go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uruguay. Uh, Uruguay Air Force? Corey, just just wait a second. Just imagine that you're walking (laughs) Walking around around with with this all the time. Yeah. Yeah, Uruguay is just hard to pronounce, so it's like better to say brazilian soccer team because like, <laughs> oh because soccer in brazil it makes sense i just couldn't remember which one it was specifically but yeah, yeah. it so, was uh, a rugby uh, team too it wasn't even a soccer team yeah oh wow that hardly counts 
They were planning on eating some other people <laughs> during the game. So, you know. Kidding, kidding. Uh, of course, uh, uh, it wouldn't be a sports ball without mentioning that the Summer Olympics are happening. And there you go. Oh, we yes. mentioned it. Now we can move on. Have you? <laughs> how much have you watched of the Summer Olympics? Zero. Zero. <laughs> you I have, have Peacock? I do, but I, I like I, I really couldn't give a shit less about that. Like yeah. I just really don't care right now. And yep. uh I think that the what's what's hurting my brain right now with the Olympics is that like to me the joy of the Olympics is you do some sort of sport like badminton or you know like fucking uh handball. Handball or something that doesn't have like I watched a little bit of handball. I, I don't understand the rules. I thought I understood the rules. I don't understand the rules at all. Oh, but I'm saying, like, you know, you spend your life training to be, like, an Olympic curler. I know that's the Winter Olympics. But, I mean, like, there's no there's no professional curling league where you can make $30 million a year being a pro curler. Okay. You know, yeah, like, there is, but not making $30 million yeah, there's not, a there's no there's no Alex Rodriguez of the curling world. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's nothing that these guys can, like, fall back on. Once the curling end, like once they've reached the end of their Olympic time and some of these sports, like if you're a gymnast, uh, your your window is really short. So if Mm. you just happen to be, you know, 20 years old when the first Olympic or like when you qualify for your first Olympics, you know, you You might not get another shot. Like you you might be too old at 24 to compete again. And I just feel so bad about like. There was a gymnast from Bulgaria or Romania or somewhere in Southeast Europe who has been competing in every Olympiad since 1992. She's in her 40s and she made her national team. And everyone was sharing the story. And I was just like, to me, what I hear is there are no gymnasts in this. Um, (laughs) Because, uh, yeah, Simone, this is her like last shot. She's 22 and she's going to age out of the U.S. team by by the next Olympiad. So... Good for, I mean, this is her last shot. She's going to make it, make it work. She'll be on like national teams. Maybe uh, she'll like do the, the national competition and take like silver. And then just like graciously say, I'm not going to go to the Olympics or whatever, but yeah. But not, had two. but That's not it. even like a Simone Biles. Cause like Simone Biles can like hypothetically get a Wheaties box, you know, and get, True. yeah, get a million dollars for being on the Wheaties box. And that's some form of money that will allow her to live comfortably for the rest of her life after the sport is over for her. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about like, you know, the people who are like shot put or something like that. There's no like pro shot put league where you make big money. So yeah. like your shot at the Olympics might be this one time where you can, you can qualify. You've been training your entire life and then you fucking, you know, get a positive COVID test on the first day of the Olympiad and then you're gone. It's done. It's over. Yep. You're kicked out of the Olympics. And like, you know, I'm not saying that let the COVID positive people compete i'm just saying like i just feel so awful for a person who like did everything right trained every single day of their life like made sure that they ate properly like could you imagine like if you became like uh you know like a one of the one of those fitness impresarios who was like so concerned about like you know like i eat exactly four ounces of chicken with every meat like you know and you're like measuring things out your burns you're our buddy burns and then all of a sudden like you know, you get hit by a bus or something like that, and that's how you go, and you're just like, man. I wasted so I, much time. Why? If I, if I knew, I would have had a cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> I would have given myself joy every once in a while. Like, you know. like Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, speaking of PETA people, I'm sure they think the same thing. It's like, <laughs> why did I have a cheeseburger? Just on the front of the bus, it's like, I never had a hot dog. 
But uh, <laughs> going back to curling, I think the thing about curling, though, is that it's like uh, the summer camp for um, NFL. You might not make a team, but you were planning on going back and moving couches next week anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> really matter. Anything is a good is a good surprise. We got a paid trip to go to some place and do this sport. Also, the training has been like getting drunk with your buddies and doing curling every <laughs> Saturday night and uh, Molsons and brooms. Yeah, it's like, yeah. How much did you really train for this? And you were already planning on moving. Hey, uh, we get to stay for another week because we have in the finals. Hey, great! I'll call my boss and tell him I can't be there now on Monday. All right, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like okay. the only thing the only thing that's interesting to me is that the new Olympic sports like skateboarding is now an Olympic sport. Like, yeah. can you imagine if like I had, you know, like I, I skated when I was uh, in my in my uh, older days. You can't even skate. <laughs> as Roberto likes to say. Um, but wouldn't it be funny if like, you know, the first 32 years of my life, I'm just like, you know, like, oh, I had a good run as a as a semi pro skater. I guess I'm. I guess I'll retire, and you let yourself get a little fat, and then all of a sudden you find out the, the skating is an Olympic sport, and you're just like, ah, fuck me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I should have just kept going for a couple more years. Uh, also, I don't know how we, I haven't seen any of the events because uh, I also don't care. But um, yeah, how are they grading it? It's not got it can't be X Games style. I but I guess maybe it is like that. Just somebody watches and gives you a score. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's judges and other, you know, like uh, gymnasts have judges, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, boxing has judges. So, I mean, like, there's sports that have judges that just grade the stuff. Yeah. Who do you so, get to judge that, though? The Tony Hawk judging? Because if it's not, <laughs> I don't – it's illegitimate. I don't care. No. It would be Tony Hawk, but nobody knows who he is. There's he, Nobody can they, recognize his face. <laughs> literally in the airport, they were just like, ah, you don't look like somebody who needs to be here for the Olympiad. We're sending you back home. Real quick, real quick. <laughs> sorry. Tony Hawk-related story, uh, just because I, I, I find it interesting. Uh a 16-year-old nailed a 1080, by the way, in skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, so people who don't know, uh, invert skateboarding, where they go up and down the ramp. Uh, Tony Hawk uh, is is world famous because he landed the first 900, which is a 900-degree rotation. Um, the 1080 minus a half a turn. Yeah. Um, two and a half turns? Two and a half. Right? Yeah, two and a half turns. Uh, so... Uh, Tony Hawk has been eating lunch off that ever since. Yeah. And he's landed the 900 a couple more times. A few he other is Tony Hawk because he landed that when he was like 22 or whatever. It like, was later than he, that, but yes. Yeah. He's the king of skateboarding because he did a thing that some, everyone said was impossible. You're never going to be able to do it. And he did it. And a couple people have done it since. It's not like yeah. uh, he's the only person who's ever done it, but the number are, is very small. It's not like yeah. a, it's not like perfect game where there's like you know seventy nine people who've landed, who've landed the nine hundred. It's very small, uh, and then this sixteen year old kid fucking lands a ten eighty in front of Tony Hawk, and of course <laughs> Tony Hawk has to be there and be gracious and like slap his hand and be like you're know, like oh man you did it I can't believe it. But at the same time you got to imagine Tony Hawk's just like okay. this fucking kid, <laughs> god damn it this little shit ass motherfucker nailing a ten eighty in front of my face. To be fair, before though, the Olympics, Tony Hawk, before the Olympics, <laughs> Tony Hawk was doing it on an actual skateboard made of wood with like polyurethane <laughs> tires, and this kid is doing it on like a piece of science technology that is meant <laughs> to allow him to do a 1080. So come that, on, that's true. I 
like uh, I always. Hey, yeah, by the way, I still have my board. I did a nine hundred on. Let's see you. Let's see you pop a nine hundred on this. All right. It's got fucking guardrails on the side. <laughs> it's like a. It's just like when you see footage of like football from the nineteen twenties, and you're just like, oh man, look at them. They all run funny. It's like, yeah, because their cleats are made of wood. <laughs> like they're not like real shoes. Like they can't cut. It's at all. It's just like they, up and down the field. That's all we're doing. They put nails through the players' feet. <laughs> like <laughs> so. So that there you cleats wood nails down to the bottom of shoes. All right. So uh, that, that's your Olympic update. That sports ball. <laughs> all right you know where you can go for great olympic coverage <laughs> where's that oh the anthem.com cory know the anthem.com with the anthem on facebook twitter instagram and the listener line 443-219-7595 what's the number again 443-219-7595 you can find more of me at my website coreybakerfilmmaker.com facebook.com forward slash coreybakerfilm and at legends 5 on twitter instagram and tiktok Including um, a new video you put up last week, right? Well, so hold on a second here. I'm trying to see if I can get this to. Oh, wow. Wow. We are moving. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, there's the YouTube. <laughs> there's the YouTube that I uh, uh, just uploaded. I just got to get the album art and stuff like that on there, and we're good to go. So uh, another six weeks. Got it. Yep. Another six weeks. And we'll be <laughs> so good by to the go. time by the time people are listening to this, uh, there is a YouTube video up. It's all about a. Uh, uh, my life with ADHD and ADHD in the film industry and ADHD during the time of COVID. So, uh, it's my life. <laughs> now or never. it might be uh, might be interesting out there, seeing as uh, more people in film are trying to be more inclusive of people who have uh, mental handicaps. So, um, just trying to put it out there and maybe help somebody and. You know, like I, if I was when I was in first grade, when I got diagnosed and somebody, somebody would have said, like, hey, don't worry about it. You can work in the film industry if you have ADHD. I would have been like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be because my fear and concern was like, you know, like they're going to have me flipping burgers at McDonald's or something like that. But if I knew that I could actually do something with my life, then uh, I would have been much happier. So uh, hopefully how, that helps. How somebody. would you feel? If they also told you that flipping burgers would pay better than you get paid working in Hollywood, <laughs> not everybody. But I gotta tell you, I got to, I gotta tell you about some gigs. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's it for me. Go check out the new video. And of course, you can find me at Robert and Sheik on our social networks, uh, robertandsheik.com for links to all the stuff I'm working on. Uh, YouTube video didn't get edited uh, because, and I highly recommend this. I started cleaning my apartment <clears throat> and I put on uh, hoarders. And then while I was cleaning, I was binging hoarders and I just got enveloped in an entire day of like, I rearranged my apartment. I cleaned everything. It's just good, really good inspiration. But I had planned on like um, finalizing the edit and getting it up and doing all the stuff. Uh, I didn't do it because uh, I was cleaning. So <clears throat> I highly recommend doing that. Even if you are trying to distract yourself from other work, uh, it's worthwhile because uh, it, today it feels like a completely different apartment. I woke up in a different apartment today and that is very encouraging, um, that we are on our way out of COVID. I mean, also everybody being, um, out at, uh, rolling loud and, and shows all over the place and traveling again. It really feels like we're on the other side of this and not like we are headed towards a major disaster 
where all of our YouTube videos won't matter because we won't have internet access and uh, the end of humanity as we know it. So, you know, keep up that existential non-dread. Fun! Anyway, <laughs> I think we've done good here today. Nah, let's strike that. <laughs> strike that. We did nothing good. We've done I was, something. I, I, was trying to, I was trying to keep this, this optimistic and, you know, like... <laughs> enjoyable and rob's over here really fucking putting the screws to everybody i mean you know just uh trying to plan out a genocide uh not based on any religion or race or sexual orientation but just you just can find more everyone. at the anthem deck <laughs> anyway uh sorry, sorry, we we... something i don't know if it's good but as always you're listening to the other anthem podcast part of the other anthem digital network for Corey. yep i had it right the first time for Corey. This is Rob. Have a good week, everybody. Show ends now. I mean, no, we could. I I can get more deep in now. My, my genocide. Plan. Stop.